What's up my fellow scruffy looking nerf herders and welcome to the Carbonite Chat. Today I want to talk about something that I just do not stop getting emails about. Um, this stupid Meryl Streep thing. And I wasn't going to talk about it because it's just rumors and you know I think some other people have talked about it already. And so this isn't really my whole thing to discuss something like this. I wait till it's kind of for sure going to happen before I discuss about it. But it's something that needs to be discussed at this point. When I say emails, I've set up a Google alert system. So anytime Star Wars or for right now Han Solo is an article or anything's written and it gets emailed to me so I can kind of keep up with the news for this you know channel. I have been getting endless emails, four or five a day, about fans want Meryl Streep. Fans want Meryl Streep to fill in for Princess Leia. <laughs> and it, it's in, it's just crazy. I just got another one like 10 seconds ago and I did a very quick little research because it, it does, doesn't take much to kind of defend against and argue against any of the points these people are making. The, art, the thing that the title of this one was 10,000 people have signed a petition to get Meryl Streep to be the new Princess Leia. Now, I'm not going to get into discussion about recasting. Uh, there's, you know, recasting or CGI. There's been that discussions. Initially, Lucasfilm said they weren't going to do either one of them. And now there seems to be a discussion. I, I'm, I'm not quite 100% sure. I think it's more just this discussion this talk and of course the people that are rooting for this are the people that probably enjoyed The Last Jedi and probably would love to have Meryl Streep the beacon of morality in Hollywood which is why she supports the pedophile Roman Polanski so strongly <laughs> it's just so much hypocrisy it's incredible don't get me wrong she she's a she's a very talented actress one of the best ever you know recently she it's a tad bit overrated because she gets nominated for everything. That doesn't mean she's not as skilled as she once was. So to be fair, she is talented. But uh, <laughs> the, the, the irony of her being like a, a good example of someone who still stands for it and claps and praises Roman Polanski is just hilarious and then she tries to act like she's a women woman's rights person <laughs> it's just it's 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 the pin pinnacle of hypocrisy so she would fit perfect in Star Wars but uh this is a little more of a serious note in that it is Carrie Fisher who does come from the original trilogy and the what I've seen from original trilogy fans they don't want it um and I'll just leave it at this. Esquire put out an article recently, and in it they talked to Mark Hamill about it, and he does not want it. And in my opinion, that answers it. You know, I don't know what Carrie Fisher's family is saying. Now, if her daughter comes out and says something different, I don't know. But Mark Hamill would know Carrie Fisher very well, in my opinion. And if Mark Hamill feels like that's not the right thing to do, then I'm going with him. I've heard John Campia's argument about like that that would be what Carrie Fisher would want. And I could have listened to that argument up till this point. But now with Mark Hamill saying this, no. But let's get back to the topic of what I wanted to bring up. 10,000 people signed a petition. So we're going to write endless five to 10 articles a day, every single day for like the past week, I've been getting articles. 10,000 fans. This is what the fans want. 
<laughs> I mean, th this is, I mean, clearly the fans have spoken. We need to write article after article after article. This is serious. 10,000 people signed a petition. But yet they made it a joke and it's sexist. It's only sexist and racist and the alt-right that hate The Last Jedi. But if you look up the petition and get it striked from canon, there's 100,000 people that signed that. I believe a little bit over, like 104,000. But the, those are just sexists and bigots and racists and they're the alt-right and, you know... They're, they don't need to be listened to. It's a small minority that means nothing. Even though it's 10 times what it is for this, you know, bringing in Meryl Streep. And then if you want to add to that, because, you know, everyone talks about the Rotten Tomatoes thing, you know, that is all all right, people. It's all all right. That's why it's so terribly scored. You can't trust it. You, you can't trust that. You can only, you, you gotta look, what did the critics say? I mean, it's 47% now on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's 53% of the reviewers hated it, but it's all negative. I mean, they're all just a bunch of racists and sexists are all the people that commented. I mean, you know, as I've discussed before, you know, that's exactly what these alt-right people said they were going to do for Black Panther. You know, the alt-right's going to go up in arms because of an all-black movie and they're going to step up and they're going to show us that, no, we've got the power and we're not going to let these black people have their movie. And, oh, no, it's like 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. It seems like when you get into the facts, none of their arguments ever hold up. So, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, there's 188,878. I actually know this. I didn't immediately just look it up recently. And at 40% is all who liked it. That means 53% disliked it. That comes out to about 101,000 people. Huh, that's another 100,000. That's interesting because, you know, it's, it's a lot, a lot more than the fans for Meryl Streep. But if you look at these articles coming out, they're just sexist and racist, right? That's all it is. It's just people saying that, you know, these, these women, they're the women and we just hate women and they have, they have some black people in it and they're, you know, there's a Latino man and it's just terrible. We can't have this. This is the Star Wars is about white people. That's what we're complaining about. So I thought to kind of close this out, I thought about kind of going through this before about how, you know, going through the comments and just kind of showing the differences about the positive versus negative. Um, and so I'll just do the first page and kind of go over these on the first page, the reviews of it. And let's see if it's racist, sexist, if that's the argument, or if it's an argument that the movie is just objectively bad and people don't like it. Um, <laughs> I mean, the numbers tell itself. Uh, just can we please stop discussing about the fans want Meryl Streep? Because the fans don't want Meryl Streep. That's just flat out how it is. Now, I'm on the first page of Rotten Tomatoes of the reviews. Chris R. gave it a half a star. It says, totally sucked. What's with movies today? They are hugely over budget with a terrible story plotline. Pathetic. Yep. One star. Now this is the one I kind of scanned over. And this is the only one I saw that actually re references any political stuff. It says Kathleen at Lucasfilm. Hey lady, write me a Star Wars movie where all the women are extremely brave and all the men are extremely stupid. Ryan, the director. I am not a lady. Kathleen, whatever girlfriend. <laughs> write a film. 
Hey, Brian. Should we think about the viewers want to see Kathleen? I told you, I'm not interested in what viewers like. I'm only interested in what the world should view, should be in my view. Ryan, what do you mean, Kathleen? Well, even though the real world, real history, men did all the fighting, all the dying, all the hard physical labor, and in reality, they were really always the suppressors of the woman. <laughs> Ryan, how? I didn't hire you to think, do it, you spineless moron. Okay, okay, I will, I will kill, kill of this totally heroic, kill off this totally heroic dude you heard of called Luke in the most lame and pathetic manner possible. Kathleen loved it already. Ryan, I'm gonna do a yo mama joke. Kathleen, love it. Can't, can't you do a fart joke for the kids or something really dumb to cheer the kids up? Ryan, sure, I have a few jokes. Throwing away lightsabers over their shoulders by Luke, that'll be hilarious. Kathleen, okay, girlfriend. <laughs> All right, you get so there's one that you could argue. <laughs> I mean, I think it's hilarious. Um, I didn't get to all the rest, but it's basically talking about you know the females are in power and the men are screw ups. And I mean, point out how that's wrong in the movie, but we'll we'll count that up for sexes. Next, five star. Now this is going to be explaining the why the movie's brilliant. Love it. Best Star Wars movie so far. I mean, if you say this is the best Star Wars movie so far, I think you kind of proved yourself there. Half Star. The Emoji Movie has a better storyline than this. Dot, dot, dot. I mean, that's, that's sexist, if you ask me. Two and a half stars. The movie was okay. Too bad it was trying to push a, me push a message about current issues. Oh, well, two and a half stars. I guess that would be counted as rotten. So that counts. That counts. Five stars. Watch it again today. It was perfect like the first time. One and a half stars. This movie is an objectively bad movie. This is the result of a story with so many plot holes, <laughs> so many plot holes that it, it would make a good imitation Swiss cheese. Comedy that breaks the seriousness of every important character moment. A movie that does not respect continuity with the range of saga, with the rest of the saga or itself. Also, we have to note poor editing, useless characters, and a moment that breaks the universe rules. That rounded by a Mary Sue of a character who has only three saving graces, the relationship between Kylo and Rey, the, vis the awesome visuals, and the Porgs. Effing Porgs. So again, I mean, that's the most in-depth review I've seen so far, and it's a one and a half star. Sounds like something that a lot of us have been complaining about. One and a half stars. This Disney trilogy feels like so much bad fan fiction. Um, Doug S. By the way, it, it's because it is. <laughs> Ryan basically ripped off a of fan fiction in this. <laughs> so that's why it feels like a bad fan fiction. It, it is. Two and a half stars. The movie honestly leaves me bewildered. After the first billing, you are in awe because it is Star Wars, but also confused because it doesn't exactly read as Star Wars either. After multiple viewings, the negatives really weigh down the positives. The movie has a strong issue with pacing, character development, also the addition of unnecessary scenes and subplots that don't really add to the main conflict of the story. Although with this, there, are there is a saturation of characters that do not fit the established Star Wars aesthetic and seem to be there for the sake of representation and even politics outside the franchise. Sadly, the established characters also suffer and instead of fit, but instead feel like the new characters who are only related to the former er <laughs> iterations by the name. 
A heroic character like Luke should still could have been portrayed as someone despaired by tragedies and want to break out from the old traditions, but the execution was poorly done. Lastly, the films feel like an end to a series instead of the middle film to a trilogy. Where, what's your name, bro? You don't have a name. Well, well said. This, this, this guy. You can continue on, but I'm, I don't want to run on too long with this video. But again, he, he made one little comment, which everyone made a comment, even the people that liked the movie, talked about Canto Bight and said, yeah, it might have had some of these little political things in there. You know, I don't think, so I'm not counting that. <clears throat> the f two and a half stars, The Force Awakens was much better. This sits way below expectations of any true Star Wars fan. One and a half star. I did enjoy some of this film, but there was a lot that I really hated. Not simply disliked, but hated. Luke has been turned into a morose, cowardly, murderous douchebag who looks like Sam Kinison. Finn is still an unfunny, bumbling coward that brings nothing to the story. Ray's character was improved, in my opinion. However, overall, the story is a downer. The whole, store, the whole side story of Finn and Rose running off to Casino Royale was dumb and ultimately stupid. Introducing Benicio, Benicio Del Toro... His character was absolutely pointless. Those little pog things, those little pog things were annoying in a vain attempt to create new merchandising for Disney. Snoke and Ray's backstory being shrugged away as nothing was lazy and stupid. The space battles were cool, but there was little to like in this smelly nugget of a sci-fi fantasy. As soon as he shuffles out this mortal coil, Lucas will spin in his grave. He's not dead yet, bro. But um, yeah, it's one and a half star again. Another. Breaking down parts of the movie. One star. Worst Star Wars movie ever. Not interested in giving even a half star. Says worst Star Wars movie ever. It's almost completely ignored every movie in the series, including The Force Awakens, which led up to it. Needless plot twist that only wastes time. Please don't let Ryan Johnson ever direct a Star Wars movie again. Maybe J.J. can save the trilogy in the next one, but he's got his work cut out for him. Even Mark Hamill tried to warn us. Again, not seeing the sexism here. This will be remembered as a skippable part of the trilogy, Half Stars. And that is a woman that wrote that. Wow. Totally scratches everything The Force Awakens set up, or any Star Wars movie for that matter, Half Star. Again, not seeing the racism. Oh, this is by Ryan J. So I'm guessing this is actually Ryan Johnson re reviewing his own movie. So this should be interesting. The Last Jedi is amazing. Ryan Johnson is a master storyteller. I'm tired of telling all these fanboys who grew up loving Star Wars just wanting to relive their childhood. It's time to grow up, fanboys. From the heart-stopping action to the compelling characters that Ryan Johnson took to the next level, this movie really takes Star Wars from the old and into the new. Not looking forward to Episode Nine because J.J. will just ruin it again. Can't wait for the new trilogy from Ryan Johnson. Just imagine what he will be able to do without, without being constrained to the Star Wars universe like he was with this movie. That seems unbiased, though. I, I believe that this is a legitimate review. <laughs> one. I'd rather, <laughs> one star. I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather watch Transformers. <laughs> Half star. A steaming pile of Bantha doo-doo. Random characters played by charismatic actors go nowhere. Holds a plot like a sieve holds water. Scenario after scenario, battle after battle, cliche after cliche. Half star? How about zero stars? I turned it off four times before I could get through it. And then Diego gives it one star and... 
I don't know Spanish, but fue, fue muy ridicula. I'm guessing it's just really ridiculous. I don't, I don't know. But it doesn't seem sexist. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty reviews on page one. Two of them could be considered possibly sexist, but I could say you could very much argue the points they were making. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen of those twenty are all two stars or below, most being half stars. And most of them having a pretty good kind of piecing together of what makes the story bad. It didn't really seem very sexist. It seemed like they were objectively breaking down things like characters, uh, having things like plot holes, pacing issues, overall storytelling. It's interesting though that, you know, articles that put together, like I believe it was Sci-Fi Wear that did that article with J.J. Abrams could only find three things that said slightly political things. It's just so interesting because everyone that did it, all 100,000 people that reviewed this are just racist bigots. Well, thank you very much for watching this. I hope I enlightened you some. I was able to make it through the uh, about 15 or so minutes of this without shouting out any racial or sexist slurs, fortunately, because I didn't like The Last Jedi. So, you, as we all know, I'm deeply bigoted, and uh, fortunately, I was able to hold down my uh, cisgendered white male privilege to not cast over and oppress those that are not like me. But maybe I'll get a like for that because I worked hard. It was, it was a struggle. You know, being so racist and sexist, it's a struggle to be online and not be so blatant, you know? I mean, it's, just, it's tough. But I think we all grew from this. And I hope we all learned. But in all seriousness, fans don't want Meryl Streep. So stop writing articles. Please stop writing articles. Thank you very much. And as always, thank you very much for watching. And never forget you nerf herders. I love you.